Hello, 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 everybody. Thank you for popping back into another wonderful episode of uh, Papa Nerd. Uh, appreciate everybody that's been listening. Uh, sorry, I kind of skipped on Wednesday. A couple things came up. Couldn't, uh, couldn't get my three out like I usually do. But nevertheless, I am here today. And um, I probably I might be doing another one here shortly. I might actually have somebody assist me on that one. Because uh, it's always easier to talk to people than it is just to sit here and ramble on like a crazy person by myself. But that's neither here or there. Today's topic is going to be part of my Papa Talk series. And for for any of you that don't know, Papa Talk is kind of uh, this series that pretty much pertains to issues that go on as a father. And as a father in the, you know, in the geekdom nerdy culture. And that's kind of the basis of this whole channel in itself. It's it's me as an older man with a wife and kids and how I and how I see things play out and just a the, the all the amount of information I have in my head that people tend to ask me. And I, I educate them on the power levels of superheroes and stuff like that. And also issues I see as a father when it comes to my kids. So. Today's topic is going to be probably an uncomfortable one for many because it is a very polarizing topic and I'm not going to get into a lot of the political stuff of it uh, and the topic I'm talking about is the, f- the feminism push that's been going on lately. I'm not going to really get into the political realm of it. I'm going to try to keep it as much as I can in this nerdum geekdom culture that we live in because there is now it is kind of now bleeding into that. And there's a couple issues I see with that. So this might not be a topic that you want to listen to with uh, children around and and stuff like that. Or maybe it is. I I, I won't curse in it. um, But, uh, you know, I I can't I'm not sure how this conversation will go. I don't know if I will bring up body parts or anything like that. Um, But by all means, you know, it's it's a topic that if you want your children to hear and you don't mind, that's fine. I will not curse. Um, so anyway, uh, so let's kind of get into it. The reason why this whole topic popped into my head is because of the issue, the issues that are happening now with Captain Marvel. And it's kind of like the same issues that happened with Black Panther. Whenever you get to these subjects in America that are very polarizing, uh, people tend to be extremist. So for Black Panther, it was, uh, the racism. Yeah, people were excited that Black Panther was the first major uh, African American kind of blockbuster hit as a superhero, and some people just felt the need to kind of put it down a pedestal and say that it wasn't all that great because you know it it was just all the hype was because of black people and blah blah blah. And then the other side were people people saying that this was the greatest Marvel movie ever made of all times because it featured. Uh, a black cast and they were going to you know big thing about it and i'm not really gonna get into that whole thing here because this is not about racism that'll be a topic for another time uh this is more about feminism but uh captain marvel kind of did is following the same trend of people are now saying that captain marvel is this amazing movie and they love everything about it and if you don't feel that way you're a sexist and then people on the other end are saying you know if you love this movie to the extreme it's because you're a psychopath uh feminist and and this movie sucked i have a review of captain marvel how i view it as a comic book reader and i felt like it was an okay movie i didn't feel like i got cheap 
kicked out of my tickets. I did have a good time watching it. There was a lot of good parts about it. But overall, to me, it was an okay movie. It wasn't the best Marvel movie. It was okay. Um, and I'm kind of like on the on the fence like a lot of people. You'd be surprised how many Americans feel that way. Unfortunately, Twitter and Facebook does not talk for all of us. A lot of my friends that I talk to that are huge Marvel fans, that are huge uh, comic book readers, they felt the same way. It was an okay movie. It wasn't the greatest. It wasn't the worst. It was an okay movie. It felt like a typical origin type movie, a little slow pace, kind of got kind of gets to it. Unfortunately, they kind of also curse with Infinity Wars because us Marvel us Marvel fans have kind of been out of the whole origin movies for a while. So now to kind of go back to one, it kind of feels slow paced to us. And um, that's the way, you know, Captain Marvel kind of got branded. But anyway, going back to the topic of this is is one of those things that as you watch as you watch Captain Marvel, you see the agenda that they're pushing. And it is a feminist agenda, but it's not feminist to me the way feminism should be. Okay, so for people that don't know, and I'm pretty sure all of you know, but let's let's dumb this down a little bit. Let's Barney style this a little bit. Feminist or people, people, not just females, people, individuals that support feminism. Okay, feminist support feminism. So far, not that complicated. Okay, it's it's an easy topic to kind of understand, and that's what you know feminists are supposed to do. Now you ask yourself, well, okay, well if they support feminism, what is feminism? Well, feminism is the advocate of women's rights on the basis of equality of the sexes. That's pretty much the whole theory behind it. Everything about feminism is just for women could be treated equal. Women just want to be treated equal. And I do agree with that statement. Here in America, we have made uh, a lot of strides from what the women used to be from back in the day in the 20s and 30s and all that to where we are now. And there's been huge strides. But this is a marathon and the race ain't over. There's still a lot of things that females have to go through that unfortunately us males don't have to go through and there's a lot of things that females have to understand that us males and females are built completely differently our minds are completely different so a lot of things that females go through us males just don't understand and a lot of things that males go through females just don't understand okay but the reason why i'm bringing up this topic is because when i go see these movies with my two young girls and they see all this all this push on on the screen to me, ironically enough, it's almost like this toxic sense of feminism. I truly do believe that feminism should be preached. And I do believe that all females should understand the basics of feminism and actually uh, you know, support everything about it. But I'm talking about the core of it. I'm talking about females should support the fact that they should get better jobs and not based on their looks. I do feel that females should see that they should get paid equally because they're a human being and not because they're a female. In today's society, females should be treated equally because there shouldn't be, when it comes to job and political status, there should be nothing different between a male and a female. Because everything that you could possibly say about female, you could also say about males in different ways. And I do believe that. But for a female to put down a male 
like they do a lot of times in Captain Marvel and all these other, you know, agenda movies that you see or TV shows for a female to put down a male and claim feminism. That is when it becomes this toxic culture. And it's ironic how Gillette came out with a with a razor commercial stating how there's a toxic man culture and boys will be boys and they were all upset about that. Yet there is this toxic feel to the feminist world. And you could call us male sensitive, but one way that you have to understand it is if you take it and you flip it and you look at it, if it was you or if it was something about you. For instance, let's just take an example. Recently, me and Mama Nerd watched the movie Ghostbusters, the new one that came out with the all-female cast. Now, the movie got really bad reviews. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you that the movie was pretty bad, so... It's not because it was an all-female cast, because to be honest, I like a lot of those females in the in the movie. A lot of those females I love on Saturday Night Live. A lot of those females I watched, you know, in different movies, and I love them. But Ghostbusters was pretty bad. What the plot was pretty bad. It was pretty much rehatching the original without them saying it was a reboot, but it was a reboot. Everything about it was pretty much the original. Little hints and subtle this and that to the original. It was a pretty bad movie. But if you look, to be honest... Ghostbusters itself is really not that great of a movie. It's more of like a cult, you know, a cult icon, a cult classic. Because to be honest, when you watch the movie, it's really not that good. Go back and watch the original Ghostbusters and you'll see it's an okay movie. It's not like this, you know, Oscar-worthy movie. It's a fun movie. And this movie, it was a little bit worse than that, but it was still, eh, it was pretty bad. But the reason why I bring that up. It's because Chris Hemsworth's in it. And for anybody that doesn't know who Chris Chris Hemsworth is, that's the actor that plays Thor. Very attractive man. I'm, I'm secure in my sexuality to say that. He is a very good looking man. He works very hard on his body. He is a very attractive man. Australian, he has everything going for him. And in the movie, they play on that. He is supposed to take the role, and uh, forgive me, I forget the actual character's name or even the actress's name, but the secretary for the Ghostbusters, the one with the round glasses. He takes that role in the movie. But the original Ghostbusters, she had like this attitude to her, like this sass about her. You know, she was the the men that were Ghostbusters just kind of like took everything that she would throw, like all the little stabs and subtle, eh, you know, the attitude would just be like, oh, well, you know, it is who it is. In this one, they didn't really do that. In this one, they played off of his looks. And the reason why he got hired was strictly because of his looks. Because at certain points of the movie, he was a complete idiot. To the point that he couldn't even answer a phone properly. Which is mind-boggling, if you think about it. Because here we are in the year 2019. Or I think that movie came out yet last year. So 2018. And we're cracking jokes that if the tables were turned, would be highly offensive would be highly problematic if that movie was based on a male cast again and they did those jokes there would be movie theaters in flames there would be protests there would be all kinds of stuff now you can't sit there and say oh well you know men don't get it so that's why we got, you know, we gave it to them and that's why it was a joke they can't be so sensitive you can't say stuff like that because two rights don't make a wrong And jokes like that doesn't prove the theory of feminism. Once again, the theory of feminism is equal, equal rights. Treating a man poorly in a movie or making him a dumbed down character 
is nothing equal about that because that's pretty much stating that, okay, well, it's okay for us to joke like that. So it's okay for you to joke like that. But that's a push for feminism is to kind of take that context out of movies and stuff like that, which I agree with. But you can't sit there and just say, well, I'm going to do this this way because I've been, you know, been put down my whole entire life. So now it's time for me to kind of snap back. That's not feminism. That's something else. So don't preach like as feminists. Don't preach like, you know, women have it, you know, extremely hard in these situations. Yet you do the same jokes back and forth. They're jokes. And if you go see any stand-up comedian, you have to know sometimes that these comedians get harsh. It's part of the joking culture. Feminism's no joke. It's something that should be really taken seriously. So to kind of hide behind these agendas, and Captain Marvel was like that, and I don't mean to sound like a sexist person right now, but there were parts in that movie where Brie Lawson just sounded like the stereotypical, like, like complaining wife. You know what I mean? Like, you know, the husband comes home from dinner and he puts the dishes in the dishwasher or he puts the dishes in the di- in the sink and the wife is washing and she's just like, oh, what? You couldn't do it yourself? And he's like, oh, honey, you know, I just got home from a long day. What long day? And it was just like, you know, that snotty kind of uh, stereotypical wife you see in movies, especially like, you know, 90 movies like that snippy. That's how she was. There was really no power to her. Her character was powerful, apparently, but there was no power to her. It was all these little snippy moments. And when you look at comic books nowadays, you know, everything, I feel like everything is like a checkbox. My, my girls grow up and they see all these women and it's like some are really good models, some are really bad models. But the problem is women and men and us human beings are complex characters. I remember one time I was talking to this this uh, female, you know, about mid twenties. I was younger. I was a uh, I was you know reading comics, picking up comics, and uh, she was really big into comics as well. And I remember that I picked up my Spider Man and my Thor and my Batman. And the reason why me and this female kind of crossed paths is because some of my favorite superheroes are females. One of my favorite superheroes of all time is Jean Grey as Dark Phoenix. I love everything about Dark Phoenix. She is easily top three of uh, yeah, top three of my favorite superheroes of all times. And I was as I was looking through the Dark Phoenix section, I seen her and she had this stack of comics and she had all kinds of female comics. But on the very top was Power Girl. Now, to me, that was like a little like, whoa, Power Girl, you know, because for anybody that doesn't know, Power Girl has like this, this what they call like a boob window. Like there's a big triangle in her in her chest uh, on her on her suit. And it's just like ridiculous amount of cleavage. And she had it up top. So, you know, we pretty much get to talking. And, and the point of the conversation was that I was looking for uh, a, one of the Dark Phoenix parts to kind of finish my collection. And we pretty much got to talking. And I asked her, oh, you like Power Girl? And she said, yeah, yeah, I love, I've been loving Power Girl since I was a little girl. I was like, oh, that's cool. I really never got into Power Girl, but blah, blah, blah. Well, it ended up coming out that the reason why she loved Power Girl so much was because to her, it felt like it, it, it was everything female. The big boobs, the voluptuous body was just a powerful female look. 
she pretty much described it to me the the way I love you know Thor and all that as these mighty mighty male figure heroes and they have the bulging muscles and the big chest and us males kind of look at that like yeah the power well for her she kind of felt the same way about this woman that everything about it was this powerful woman and I was blown away because you know as a man looking at that if I walk out the store with a power girl comic i get dirty looks because people are like mm-hmm, i know what he's gonna go do in their comic but to see hear a woman talk about it it kind of opened my eyes like yeah you know what it makes sense it makes sense and that's what i mean that women and men on both are complex and we each like our own thing and the reason why i bring up this whole feminism topic kind of a long window way to kind of get to my point of a lot of things is that my girls are growing up and they're like the same way they like certain things they like certain characters for certain reasons they like certain male characters they like certain female characters and they like it for their powers or whatever the case may be because they don't look at these characters as oh well she's some voluptuous queen and i like her because of that or they just look at these characters for who these characters are but when you have these these movies kind of get all snarky and all that other stuff, it becomes a point where it's like you're pushing the wrong message to children. You look at the two top female superhero movies that came out, Captain Marvel and Wonder Woman, and it's two different beasts. I said it earlier in, my, in one of my other reviews, in my Captain Marvel review, Wonder Woman did it right. They made her powerful for who she was. Yeah, she was a female. Yeah, they made a kind of a little play that she was a female. Yeah, and, and back in the World War One, and people looking at her like, oh, girl. But it was subtle jokes of that you will understand during the time period that men will look at this female like, oh, no, honey, you shouldn't do that. And she's over here kicking butt to the point that the men are like, oh, screw it, man. She's doing what she has to do. They did it the right way. And my girls looked up to that like, I wish I could be as strong as Wonder Woman. And then they looked at Captain Marvel and they just saw like this hurt girl that that she needed everything kind of given to her because she lost her memory and all that she did they didn't see like this powerful woman and half the movie was her being snarky the whole time now i don't want to get into like this some captain marvel review but the point is that's how a lot of these things have turned into people bashing video games and comics and all that but it's a select few of people that don't understand certain things. There's there's female characters, females out there that read these female characters that absolutely love these female characters. And you can't judge them because of what they want or what they watch. I don't get real with y'all. I play War of Warcraft. I know. It's sad. I've been playing Warcraft since probably 2006. And right now I'm like with a bunch of my guild mates and we go raid every day and or every Sundays and uh, Tuesdays we go raid. And when you get in there, there's a, there's, it's, a, it's a very split group. Females and males is very split. But when you look at the characters on the screen, you can't really tell who's who. There's a lot of female characters and a lot of males play female characters. There's some male characters that male that females play male characters. And half the time, the girls are the ones that are like stripping down the characters or running around naked because they they think it's, you know, funny. They think it's cool. They like it or they get like these really skimpy outfits and stuff like that. And they say how they enjoy it. They enjoy dressing these these characters up like dolls. Now, granted, they may be, may be the older generation, but the point is that's their interest. That's their likes. They're not less of a woman than anybody else in this world. 
because of what they like to do. And us human beings have to understand that. And I guarantee you that these women that run around in skimpy outfits on on World of Warcraft or like these skimpy video games, I guarantee you if you sit them down and ask them how they truly feel about feminism and how they truly feel about how women don't get paid equally, I guarantee you all of them agree with it. And I bet you most of America, men and female, agree with it. But that doesn't mean that we have to come up with all these movies about women putting down men. Women putting down how men think. We have to change the way men think. Yes. And women have to have to break that glass ceiling that I hope and I pray that in my lifetime I see it get broken. I hope and pray that in my lifetime I see a proper female uh, president. That I see a proper CEO of a major company. That I see a proper, you know, f- uh, more female owners of football teams and baseball teams. And, and maybe even one day a female kicker for the NFL. Whatever the case may be. I hope that one day I see all this pop. Not like these tokens that they give out. Like, oh, well, here's a female. Pat, Pat, here you go. Go do this because we want publicity. No. Proper. They worked hard. They deserve that role and everything else. I hope one day I see that. And I think I will because we're getting close to it. But the whole point of this whole podcast episode is that I am sick and tired of everything just kind of getting shoved down our throats. When I watched this Captain Marvel movie, it was just so much snickering at who us men are. You enjoy the movie, you enjoy the movie. I'm not sexist because I didn't like the movie. I'm, I'm, I didn't like the movie for my own reasons. I didn't say it was a terrible movie. Just say it was, it was okay. We have our opinions too. Women have their opinions too. And they could be different than most people. They're not brainwashed. They're not less of a woman. And you know what? I am a man. And I am speaking on topics that many of you may feel like, well, why are you talking about that? Well, I'll tell you why. Because I have two young girls. And I am not going to stop them from talking to me about certain topics because I am a man. If my little girls want to come up to me and ask me about what's happening to the body, you're damn sure I'm going to explain it to them because I'm not just a man. I'm their father. It's my job in this world to raise them to be a certain way. It's my job in this world to educate my children and let them know how their body works and how the world works and how our mind works and how everything goes so that when they're 18, they grow up and they move out my house. They're ready to go. And I'm not going to not talk to them because the topic makes them feel uncomfortable. It makes me feel uncomfortable. So if, a fe- so if my daughters come up to me and they ask me, well, what do you think about this? Well, I'm going to tell them this is how I feel about it. And I'm going to explain to them why I feel that way. And that's why I'm having this conversation on this podcast right now. Because I want you guys to understand how I feel about everything. Now, I'm not some sexist a-hole that just wants to sit back and just kind of, you know, say, oh, everything feminists do is wrong. No, I think there's a lot of right in them. But unfortunately, just like anything else, when it comes to religion or when it comes to beliefs or when it comes to any kind of fight like this, there's always the extremist that just take it above and beyond. Equal rights should be taken care of. But that doesn't involve video games and comic books and all this other stuff. You want to ban those stuff. You want to, you know, ban like making women less, uh, what's it called? Uh, like 
like princesses, uh, what's it called, damsels in distress, they're fine. Come out with movies. But you know what? There's some women that like that. And there's some men that like that. There's nothing wrong with that. You want to take a lot more, you know, the sexy stuff away from video games and all that? Okay. But there's still people that like that kind of stuff. You can't, you can't just rip stuff away because people like certain things. I mean, it's just, it blows my mind sometimes. It blows my mind how, you know, there was such a huge fit when, when uh, Scarlett Johansson played Black Widow. And she posed, you know, with her her butt towards the picture or whatever the case may be. And people are like, oh, my God, they're making her too sexy. Look at this. Just like always, a female has to be sexy. Yet the whole plot of Captain America is that a young man that was small and didn't have muscles wasn't good enough to even join the United States Army to the point that he had to go get shot up with with all these steroids and become completely jacked. For people to take him seriously. There was not one tear shed for that. If anything, all the male all the males in the theater were like, hell yeah. Get it. There was not one tear shed for that. And if that was opposite, if it was about, you know, Captain Marvel and she was in the army and she was this, you know, flat behind, no, you know, not voluptuous. And then they put in a time machine, uh, a shot her up of steroids. And all of a sudden she comes out looking extremely voluptuous and fit and all thick and all this. Oh my God. Theater will burn down in flames. Will burn down in flames. The whole point of this whole thing is that I just want us to understand the true issue. Feminism should be taken seriously. It shouldn't be a joke. It shouldn't be some trope in movies. It shouldn't be focused on what comic books look like or what video games look like. It should be it should be taken seriously as far as equal rights go. That is where the fight is. That is where we should be taking it. If you want to have a comic book based on how these women are fighting for equal rights, I'll sign up for that. I'm all about that. You want to have video games that have empowered women like the new Tomb Raider that kind of, you know, make them look more realistic instead of, you know, the craziness that was before. I'm all about that. I'm all about that on both sides. But I'm sick and tired of just women always bashing other women for their beliefs. It's okay to be thick and sexy, but if you're skinny, you're going to get bashed. And unfortunately, I have a wife that's skinny. I have, it looks like two girls that are going to be skinny and they're going to get bashed the whole life. Like, oh my God, what do you do? Throw up. And you know, that's, that's a topic for another day. But I mean, my wife went through that all the time growing up in high school. Just everybody thought she was a bulimic that she would go and starve herself like an anorexic. The truth is a woman just barely had an appetite and she's skinny. It looks like my girls are going to be the same way. So what? They're just living up to culture society and and they have to be skinny. No, they're just women that should be empowered on who they are. Point blank. Women are no different than men. We all have our strengths and we all have our weaknesses. I was in the Marines where I was able to, you know, grapple women in McMap and some of them. I will be able to fling around like a ragdoll. And I'll tell you what, some of them were able to fling me around like a ragdoll. And there was no shame in that. 
I had no shame because in the Marines, we were taught a little different. We were taught that we were Marines first and then our sex second and then our race third. Now, I grew, I grew up a little differently than everybody else. But anyway, that's the topic I kind of want to get into today. I know it's a little downer. It's not the typical, you know, oh, yeah, let's talk about stuff. And I am going to get into Endgame and the trailer that came out. The Game of Thrones trailer that came out, that creepy, crazy little, don't know how I feel about Aladdin trailer that came out. I'm going to get into all that. Hopefully, I can actually talk to somebody about that that has that can actually bounce ideas off of on that, whether it's uh, whether it's a family member or maybe I can actually get Mama Nerd on the on the microphone, which, you know, I'll probably have to get her a little, a little tipsy for that one. But, you know, um, the point is, I'm, I am going to get into other happier topics. It's just... A lot of times I am going to drop these Papa Talk, you know, episodes that are what I see as a father. And I'm sorry if I offended anybody. This is to start a conversation. If you feel differently, feel free to reach out to me and let me know things I got wrong or things I got right. Or tell me how I'm a complete idiot or how I'm a godsend. Whatever the case may be, this this whole thing is to kind of start up a conversation with people. But anyway... Thank you, everybody, for checking me out today. That's going to end this episode. If you want further content, uh, if you want to find out when uh, when I'm available or the latest episode comes up, or just send me a message, you can find me on Papa Nerd on Twitter. That's uh, Papa Nerd. The E in Nerd is a three. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for paying attention, and I will catch you all later. And as always, stay nerdy. <laughs>